So how much um, juice did you personally get from seeing some games last night, like league games? Uh, I, I think it was super humbling. This league is good. I mean, it, you know, you're watching LMU San Diego, of course, and just seeing uh, – um, you know how deep LMU is. I mean, you know they had we actually added guys to our scout just from the game last night, and so clearly that's concerning. And they've had some really magical way right now of of um, especially in the second half, letting the game be really messy, where teams are having a tough time scoring against them. I think San Diego, I don't know, they had 17 or 18 points in the first five minutes, and then they just couldn't score the rest of the game. And the same thing happened uh, with Cal State Fullerton. And, um, you know, they, 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 so this is a team, and they're interesting. They're long. They're two and three and four and five are all kind of like that six, seven, six, 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 eight uh, space. And so I think it was humbling that way. Watching St. Mary San Francisco last night, was it was humbling. Uh, those are two really good teams, man. They're really, really good. And um, I didn't get to see the Zags, but I did see they're down seven at halftime, and you, you don't expect that. And you're just like, this league is good. And it's league play, and um, that's a beautiful thing. You think about it, Zags are up se- down seven at halftime, and St. Mary's is down ten, like six or seven minutes into the game. And, and Pacific goes to Pepperdine and gets a huge win there, and that's, that's this league. What have been the areas of focus uh, in practice leading up to this game? So uh, n- nothing revolutionary. Um, we're, we're still trying to hone in on some of the things that we struggle with. You know, obviously every day, every single day is a, a beating of the drum of transition defense and rebounding. Of course, we're getting more specific with with LMU and the scout involved there. And uh, you know, there's uh, you know we're trying to manage um, post situations, different types of monsters in the post, both offensively and defensively. So we spent a little bit of extra time there. Uh, you know, you saw San Francisco uh, and LMU and San Diego all kind of go to a one-two-two-three quarter court press last night. We've actually been spending a little bit of time with that, although press has it's actually been something we've invited because it lets us just get into a driving kick game, which we love. But we spent some time with that. Certainly spending time uh, trying to get to know their personnel and, and get to know their actions and see if we can find a way to guard these guys. His number zero is a talent man. He's a real talent. He's he, he's maybe. Uh, he's clearly the best passing big that we've seen. He's averaging 5.5 assists a game, give or take, and um, you know, as a four or five. And uh, so he's a real problem. Uh, and they have some guys that have just, you know, just came out last night and played great. Um, so uh, we're thinking about all those things right now. Since BYU's been in the WCC, the, the conference champ has, has lost no fewer than three games. Is there a that kind of emphasize the importance of getting out strong and then starting out fast. Uh, I, I I don't have the mental capacity right now. I really don't to, to think about past LMU. I mean, I do. Like I watched San Francisco, uh, you know, uh, uh, St. Mary's last night. But but you know, I mean, that just I mean, thinking about the the length of this conference season, I can't even go there right now. I just know. You know, we, we talked about this as a team. And we've talked about this as a group before. Well, we have. Um, that experience doesn't buy you making shots. And having an experienced team doesn't buy you making the right decision. And it doesn't have you not turn the ball over. And it doesn't, it doesn't buy you being great defensively. What you should get from experience is your guys should understand how hard it is to play in conference. How hard every game is. And that actually is an invaluable piece of information. So hopefully we can 
grab that and hold on to it because because every single game, I mean, you, you, like halftime, Zags going to the locker room down seven at Portland. And that's just how league play is, right? Um, you know, Utah State just got drilled by UNLV, right? It's just how league play is. And so um, right now we're just we're just locked in on it. We, we know we have to find some way to compete tomorrow. This is, this is just huge for us. So. Do all those results of kind of the opening night of league play not only reemphasize how hard the league could be, but also just how important this kind of second season is for you guys as you kind of try to get ready to, to hopefully play in that next step that postseason? Yeah, I think it's um – uh, you know, we, again, kind of beating a dead horse. I think that's what you do as a program to be good. You know, we have to get better every day. It's what we have to do. We got to find a way to get better. Like, literally, we, 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 we meet as staff and we're like, all right, what are we working on today? How can we get better, right? We, we spent two hours on, what is today? I have no idea what the day is. What is today? On Friday? We, so we spent two hours yesterday morning, Thursday morning, just going over player development again, which we do every single week. Which is wh- how can our guys get better right now? What are our, you know, we have three goals for each player for the season, and then we tweak them as we go on. And we just talk about that incessantly, and it's, it's mind-numbingly uh, frustrating, but that's what we do. So, so that's what we're thinking about. We're thinking about can we find a way to win tomorrow, and can we get better tomorrow? And if we keep thinking about those two things every single day, then the, the, then the length of this is going to take care of itself, right? There's no doubt that we're going to stumble sometimes because that's what this game does. It, it makes you stumble, but are we getting better? We need to be the best team we can possibly be by the end of the season. You've had relatively few games the last few weeks. Um, what's the balance between getting rest and yet maybe not that momentum that you build up? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea, actually. We hope a lot. Um, you know, we, we do have a group that's really that's really uh, tied in. You know, uh, you know, I um, we'll see tomorrow. I mean, it has been a long kind of weird stretch with finals and holidays and, and uh, one week, you know, one game a week and for, for a month now, it seems like. And, and um I, I am proud of my guys because they've, they've come and, 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 and been focused every day in practice. And, you know, we're going to – I'm going to be able to answer that question way better tomorrow night at, like, 10. Anything else? How's uh, Gavin Baxter progressing with his shoulder recovery? I saw him, you know, obviously running in yeah. warm-ups. How's he progressing? He's good. We're hoping that, that we'll have him in a uniform tomorrow. I don't know if we'll start him, but we'll, – no, I'm kidding. Uh, he's doing great. I mean, he's still a long way off. He, uh, you know, he he's gonna he, like I said. I think I mentioned this to somebody the other day. Like he's gonna start working out, doing full workouts, non-contact. You'll roll in the gym and see him in a full sweat, him jumping and dunking and racing up and down the floor. But he's still like the. That's not the problem. The problem is can he take a hit right? And that's you know they say six months before you get you know nine months before you're fully 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 100% healed and six months before you probably are really really legitimately good to take a hit I think that's right I don't know but so you know he's doing great I've been really proud of him in terms of his mental and emotional approach because this is really hard but he's been good and he's come to practice with a smile every day and he's started you know he's really glad that he's been able to start sweating a little bit he's actually allowed to get on the bike and run a little bit I'm not sure how happy he is about the running but so he's going to be a freak man this kid is so talented and you talk about a dude that is barely even just he can't even see his 
ceiling. It's so high. So we'll be excited to get him back when he's ready. With league play here, has your rotation kind of tightened up to maybe six guys and starting five plus Connor? Yeah, I mean, it shouldn't. If I was a better coach, it wouldn't be. Um, uh, you know, clearly Zach is playing a huge role for us. Connor playing a huge role, and Kobe Lee off the bench right now. Those guys are really important. And I got to get this Trevinell in the game. Like, uh, like I, I'm really disappointed. You you evaluate yourself all the time, and I'm really disappointed with my performance not getting Connor, uh, not getting Trevinell in the game because he's he's guarding right. And and so you know, it's 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 not like I can look at Trevin and be like, hey, if you would guard, I put your name. He's guarding. He's done an unbelievable job, and so it should be nine. Uh, you know, this Blaze Neal is capable of coming in and playing. Evan Troy's proven that he's capable of coming in and playing. Uh, you know, Taylor Mon has is, is, is made a couple plays here. That are, so it, it should be longer, especially when you start going Thursday, Saturday. It's kind of the grind of the thing. I need to put more bodies on the floor. It was just see if, if I have the courage to do it, right?